ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of the United United Kingdom, Russian Federation, and Australia, and in the states of Maryland, California, and Arkansas. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. Since August 24th, at the end of each show, I've been sharing the name of an archangel and what their main purpose is or information about a special spiritual group that wants to help you and all of humankind to grow and evolve. You can catch up by listening to those shows on demand and be sure to listen at the end of this show. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self. Your soul, your intuition, your gut feelings, your guidance. Our limitless higher self is the wiser part of ourselves, the part that knows the truth of who we are. Our logical mind is so loud, however, that it often drowns out the whisper that's trying to guide us on our authentic path. As you learn to listen to the still small voice within, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. This connection gives you an inner foundation of love which eliminates fear. It is through this love that the release and the release of fear that you can heal the planet and yourself and make the shift into the fourth dimension. Our higher self helps us find safety and can even save our own life and others' lives. We must train ourselves to trust our higher self and never go against it. Don't talk yourself out out of something or let what others say or think influence what you do. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Do I want this? This is a good question to ask when you're allowing yourself to experience life at a deeper level. It will help you discover what your true desires are. This is a question about things, people, experiences, and feelings. This is especially important to ask yourself during during the holidays. We all have family relationships and dynamics that are distressing, and most of us deal with them in unhealthy and unsatisfying ways. One friend told me that she's going to drink to get through the arguments and tension. Another person told me he's dreading visiting his family, and his guilt leaves him no choice but to go and essentially be held hostage. We must learn to ask do I want this? And if the answer is no, then ask yourself, what do I want? Most of us are so busy doing what we think we should do and need to do to be loved that we forget we have a choice. We can choose to do what brings us joy. The fact is that if we're trying to please someone else, we will never succeed. We cannot make another person happy, but we can be in charge of our own happiness. When guilt creeps in, we must be diligent about removing it from our thoughts. The thousands of people who have had near-death experiences 
all report there is no hell after death except the hell that we create in our own minds through guilt. We do the same things to ourselves on earth. It's time we create our own heaven on earth instead of the hell we create through our own guilt. So please ask yourself, do I want this? And if the answer is no, ask, what do I want? In my last workshop, I did a group past life regression. When I do these groups, I focus on helping other people experience a past life and don't consciously engage in the process myself. This time, the day after my workshop, I was meditating and a very ugly, angry image came into my mind. When I went into it more deeply, I discovered that this energy got stirred up by my workshop and was showing me something that I had brought into this life from a very old lifetime and was finally ready to release. Because it's such an old energy, it's taking some time to release all of it. As I feel the old pain and let it go, I feel lighter, happier, and more energized. As my regular listeners know, I've been working diligently on my own healing. This is another level that is bringing me more ease, lightheartedness, and joy. Feeling the pain as it passes through is worth this new excitement and energy I feel. My next workshop is Receive Abundance in 2018. Set the energy for love, health, and wealth. Abundance is a gift of love from the divine. As a child of infinite love, it is your birthright. All you have to do is remove the hidden blocks to receiving, know you are deserving, and open the door. Since there are numerous layers of consciousness from the surface levels of the conscious mind to the deepest levels of the unconscious mind, the process of bringing in abundance does not always happen immediately. Your commitment, patience, faith, trust, and gratitude are the keys to nurturing your path to lasting abundance. We have at least 60,000 thoughts a day and over 80%, some estimate 90% of those thoughts are negative. Even more disturbing is that we keep repeating the same negative thoughts over and over again from day to day, week to week, year to year. This affects our self-esteem, self-confidence, relationships, health, and financial abundance. In fact, it affects every area of our lives. Everything begins and ends with our mind. What you give power to has power over you, but only if you allow it. In this experiential workshop, you will discover and remove the hidden blocks to your abundance. Experience the feeling of deserving. Open your mind and heart to receiving. Learn how to recognize and be grateful for every step along the way and receive techniques to use on your own. We will be meeting on Saturday, January 13th. For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop in your area or another one like 21 Steps for Healing Your Body, which will help you heal physically, psychologically, and emotionally, and even reverses aging. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, and love peace and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment last week we had two guests on the show one regular listener wrote this about the first part of the show hey dr paula just wanted to say i thought you and ken rashan sharing your positive energy this morning was awesome it truly set my day up to be fantastic this is why i love thursdays no matter how busy they are ken shared information about the keep smiling books he creates i'm participating in the one coming out this january i'll keep you posted 
posted on specifics as they become available. He was followed by a returning guest, Jason Gregory, who talked with us about how we get disconnected from our natural self. This disconnection blocks us from experiencing joy, beauty, and our own special gifts. It leads to competition, stress, and prescription meds just to function. Jason shared the one-way to reconnect with our natural self is to meditate by following your breath. As one listener wrote, Oh, Dr. Paula, as soon as the show was over, I called my sister and told her she had to listen. I love the message of returning to one's natural self. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on this topic, please listen to our August 17th show with Barbara Jaffe, August 10th with Estelle Frankel, and December 15th last year with Mark Coleman. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. As one listener said, when she listens to a show more than once, the information sinks in at a deeper level, and she also picks up new ideas that she had missed previously. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. Holidays used to be traumatic for me with so many abusive relationships in my family. I found it painful to be in the midst of it. Even when I wasn't the target, I would observe what was happening and feel frustrated, sad, or angry that all of this was going on around me and I was helpless to do anything about it. My silver linings are the wisdom, knowledge, and personal growth and healing that I have gained over over the years, so much so that this Thanksgiving the scales tips tipped and I enjoyed my time with my family. I was even sad to leave. I want to share some of the strategies I've developed to empower you to enjoy your holiday. Depending on where you are in your healing, you may need to begin by learning how to protect and nurture yourself. It's only through your own healing that you will be able to allow others their own path to authenticity and awakening. Here are some things that you can do. I encourage you to think things through ahead of time and have specific plans for what you will do if you start to get stressed or emotionally distraught. You might go for a walk, lie down, go to the bathroom, walk out of the room where you're experiencing stress or away from the person who's attacking you, find a safe family member to talk to or a child who you enjoy and play with them, read them a book or hug them, bring a game or puzzle that you enjoy and can play with the children or some of the family members or by yourself. The game can give people something to focus their attention on and take pressure off of individual relationships. If you're away from home, plan a break from the family to do an activity by yourself or with someone you enjoy or visit friends or invite them to come over. You could also plan a family outing to get out of the house and change the dynamics. If you're in your own city, make a plan to leave early to visit with friends afterwards. If you're thinking, oh, I couldn't do that. Any of those things, it would just upset them too much. I encourage you to ask yourself, do I want this? What do I want? And remember, you have a right to be you. In fact, an obligation to be you. Our guest today understands that. Ira Israel is the author of How to Survive Your Childhood Now That You're an Adult, a licensed marriage and family therapist and professional clinical counselor. Ira graduated from the University of Pennsylvania and holds advanced degrees in psychology, philosophy, and religious studies. His DVD series, including A Beginner's Guide to Happiness and Mindfulness for Depression, along with his sold-out Esalen workshop, have given him a wide international following. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. I send messages that are uplifting and will make you glad that you are alive. With all the violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear that's being spread, we must find ways to be positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. 
The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook and friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Then read about and register for my Receive Abundance in 2018 workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what do you want? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Ira Israel to talk about finding your authentic self and becoming who you are meant to be. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and it's a top-ranked show. When you choose to advertise with me, you reach millions of people. If this interests you, if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what you want. I'm so pleased to welcome Ira Israel, who's here to talk with us about a path to authenticity and awakening. Welcome, Ira. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Dr. Paul. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. And I was hoping that you might start by telling us a little bit about yourself, how this topic became so important to you. Sure. Um, in 1985, there was a car accident. I was in the passenger seat, and I was very badly hurt. And it set me on a path asking the questions that a lot of people ask, you know, uh, who am I? What's the meaning of life? Um, what am I doing on earth? Why can, you know, why are people so unhappy, really? And um, for the next eight years or so, I studied philosophy. And I studied Western philosophy, and I got a master's degree in philosophy, and then I moved to um, Paris, and I ended up studying film and literature and music and art. And then in 1994, I ended up getting hurt in Thailand, and a a woman basically uh, healed me and kind of shook my world. And um, for the next eight years after that, I studied uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, Kabbalah, uh, mindfulness, yoga, 
all all the things that are now uh, you know coming across the, the the sea and influencing our culture. And then uh, about eight years later, I got into a uh, relationship that would be considered uh, highly dysfunctional, and it got me studying psychology. And so for 25 years, if you looked at the life of Ira Israel, you would think, oh, you know, he's meandering, he's lost, he, you know, he's studying Buddhism, he's in India, he's in Paris, he's doing this, he's doing that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, um, I was teaching yoga at Rodney Yee Studio in Piedmont, and um, basically, I heard... <laughs> I got some information, essentially, saying it's time to teach. And uh, in 2009, I started, I made these five DVDs, A Beginner's Guide to Happiness, Mindfulness for Depression, Mindfulness for Anxiety. And I just took all the information that I had accumulated over the past uh, 25 years and started to teach. Teach at the Esalen Institute, teach around um, Los Angeles, teach mindfulness to other psychotherapists. And, um, yeah, it's been extremely... uh, fulfilling. So, you know, in terms of your show, you know, you don't know um, what the end result of all the things that you have to go through are going to uh, to lead you to at the time. But for me, the silver lining is, you know, I I, I found my vocation. And uh, although it took 25 years, and, um, and now I really love what I'm doing. Well, some people never find it, and so I think you're blessed to have found it and to have um, followed your intuition, your path, not a straight line. It never is, but you followed what was in front of you, and I want to go back to where you said you heard a voice, and then you sort of covered that up, that it's time to teach. It's safe on this show to say that you heard a voice because... um, I talk a lot about spiritual things, and it's important that we get comfortable saying those things to people because a lot of us are having those experiences and are afraid people are going to think that we're crazy or lost our mind or not pay attention to us. Frankly, I I love it because it tells me that you really are on your authentic path um, and that you're listening, as I was talking about in the first part of the show, to your intuition, to that inner voice, whether it came from within or from um, the spiritual realm, it's all the spiritual realm and so it's I think it's important to acknowledge so well, I, thank you I for saying it thing. I talk a lot in the book about paradigms and the paradigm in our society is science and I also say that we may have thrown the baby out with the bathwater during enlightenment when you know our paradigm if you can't measure it it doesn't exist so you know I live out in Santa Monica everyone goes to acupuncture and does all sorts of different healings these things in terms of the Western paradigm in terms of science, they, they don't exist. If you try to explain the meridian system in the body to a physicist, uh, you know, he would probably look at you askew. So, uh, so yes, I am. I, it's like I have um, one foot in both oceans in some ways because I, I really um, love the, the, the things that we're learning from spirituality, and I also think there's a confluence between um, you know, the, the ancient understandings of the world and what we're learning through science and yet, you know, um, I really, I, I have to kind of uh, figure out who my listeners are so I can uh, give them the information uh, in a way that they can digest it. Well, I'll share with you something that someone told me, if I may, and that is that I present as somebody who's just your average person and wouldn't necessarily be thought of as someone who's so active in the spiritual realm and has out-of-body experiences and um, talks to the angels. And they told me, they said, you can help bridge the gap for people who... Yes, so maybe that's your role too, um, yep. so or part of your role. So the um, the idea that so many of us get lost in our desire to make everybody else happy, and 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 then thinking that we're going to be loved if we do what everyone else wants, and yet in the process we lose ourselves. Mm. But what I argue in the book is that. We become what we love, 
and what we become what we hate, and both are inauthentic. So we, as children, we um, imitate the actions of our primary caregivers, you know, uh, when we're developing a sense of self, primarily from when we're six to 18 months old, and then, you know, throughout our adolescences. Um, and then also, there's a part of us that is individuating and wanting to rebel and do the opposite. So what I do with my patients is I try to help them understand their way of being in the world and how it was constructed. And, you know, who are, are they trying to get the acceptance, approval, and love from somebody who was in their life 40 years ago who may be deceased or may no longer, you know, be in their lives? And, um, you know, or are they rebelling uh, against somebody who's not in their lives also? So we're living in a fascinating time, and one of the attributes I um, – talk about regarding authenticity is congruence and uh, deciding who we want to be and then having the tools to be that person and to live a particular life. And so how, how do you decide who you want to be? I'm so much, so many of, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, just so many of us have been um, living a false life or someone else's life. And, and so how do you suddenly find who you really are and, and what life you want. Well, I love the word vocation. The, um, the root of the word voco from Latin means calling. And so, you know, in line with what you were just saying about, uh, you know, listening to voices, uh, it was, this is best put uh, by Joseph Campbell. who said, follow your bliss. So we have taste. And as you were talking about regarding meditation earlier, when we can stop that hamster wheel in our heads, and just listen to the universe and what the universe is telling us, then we can make healthy decisions on who we want to be and what, you know, the things that, that, that really um, excite us. You know, like for some people, it's taking care of children. For some people, it's um, uh, being a lifeguard. For some people, it's being a psychotherapist. So, you know, you just have to um, tune into that. And then the other thing is, is, realize that we all have measures of success given to us by popular culture, the movies and the songs we heard when we were kids. And so we really have to reexamine them because, you know, they might not be leading us towards the healthiest lifestyle. Uh, yes. And, and as you were talking, what I remembered too, I was going back to your saying earlier that you had been in a dysfunctional relationship. And what that reminded me of was that I grew up with abuse and married into it and lived the first 60 years totally in, enveloped in all of that. And as I right. began to separate out uh, I didn't even know what I liked or wanted. I had to begin to figure out what foods do I like, what music do I like. I mean, it was all about everyone else. So it can be a very, um, uh, uh, I guess, specific and detailed process of totally reexamining who you are and and what what does bring you bliss. Because some of us don't know what brings us bliss. And this is why the subtitle of the book is um, A Path to Authenticity and Awakening. Because, you know, and it is mostly a crisis that, te- that informs us that it's time to reexamine all the things that we consider to be normal. So if I hear you correctly, for 60 years of your life, you considered one way of being to be normal. And then at some point in time, you're like, wow, this, if this is normal, I'm, this is crazy, you know, like this is absurd. <laughs> this way of being is really nuts. And so, you know, there's a beautiful quote by Marshall McLuhan. He says, I don't know who discovered water, but I doubt it was a fish. So what I'm trying to do in my book is raise consciousness so that people examine what they consider to be normal, and then they can make some tweaks and say, wow, you know, this is not really keeping me at the high end of my happiness spectrum. You know, I was, I was sold this bill of goods by society that if I become wealthy and if I marry this beautiful person and have kids, I'd be happy. And now I'm just a person with a mortgage and kids don't, don't speak to me and I'm not really that happy. So, you know, I'm trying to get people to examine, again, just all the things that we consider to be normal in our culture will be considered absurd in three to 500 years. The way we look back on, you know, leaching, people will look back on root canals and think, wow, that was really barbaric. So, you know, like we, we really have to, to 
learn how to surf the paradoxes of life that, yes, in our minds, we're living in the acme of Western civilization. We have roads and electricity and iPhones. But, you know, there's also 23 million Americans on antidepressants every day. So we have to we have to take a look at all the things that we consider to be normal, our school system and our work ethic and all those things and say, okay, like why are so many people depressed? Right, and that it's not okay that you t- pop a pill. I mean, I know people who have been told they'll just be on antidepressants all their lives, and so don't yep. even bother with um, trying to heal yourself or go to therapy or a healer or anything because you're just doomed. Yeah, and for me, um, you know, what I say uh, from one of my DVDs, I say, Depression relates to thoughts about the past. Anxiety relates to thoughts about the future. The past no longer exists. It's gone. And the future doesn't yet exist. So how can you, you know, have depression or anxiety? And, you know, for me, it's a very empowering position to realize that our thoughts, and this is, you know, this is our, our, our current psychological paradigm is called, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy. That's what we espouse in terms of our insurance system and things like that. So if, if all emotions are preceded by thought, then we have to really, you know, and this is the benefit of the, what you're speaking about regarding meditation, the ability to just observe the thought rather than have to listen to that uh, craziness. As you said, the 60,000 thoughts every day, 90% of them are negative, you know, and uh, the same as yesterday. So, you know, we, we need to get ourselves off of autopilot and examine all things that uh, that are considered normal. Yes, and to not just assume that that is okay, that I can't do anything about those thoughts. They're, they're just there. Someone said, you know, living um, rent-free <laughs> in, in my head. And, you know, if, <laughs> if, if we're in charge, we can take charge. And so let's talk a little bit more about that after the break because I think that's so important is um, getting control of our thoughts and learning how to... To, uh, to be self-empowered. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter, and you'll receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, your authentic self, healing at deep levels, and getting Getting what you truly want in life. This process came from the spiritual realm and it was a gift that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, on your paper, write down what resentments you've been carrying. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Ira Israel to talk more about a path to authenticity and awakening. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what resentments you've been carrying. I'm so glad we're here with Ira Israel to talk more about a path to authenticity and awakening. Ira, I was wondering if, if you would talk with us a little bit about resentment. Sure. So um, there's an irony or paradox of, of human consciousness, and that is its primary goal is to try to stave off potential future traumas. And it does this by creating resentments, woulda, coulda, shoulda, didn't, that say, you know, things happened to us when we were uh, in our childhood, and they were very traumatic, and our mind created these prejudices, these fears, these resentments, and said things like, wow. That was really humiliating. I'm never going to let that happen again. I'm going to start to lift weights, or I'm going to become rich, or I'm going to be super sexy, or I'm going to be the smartest person in the room. And what I'm trying to do is have people clean up their past past, so that things can show up authentically for their present relationships and be be vulnerable. And the the way I do that in the book, uh, one of the the components of authenticity is atonement or at-one-ment, realizing your uh, inner uh, higher self, your power, your your godliness um, by, you know, forgiving everybody. So um, there's a beautiful quote by Lily Tomlin who says, forgiveness means giving up all hope of having a better past. And, you know, we, we, we have all these influences from our past, and what I'm trying to do, you know, is get people to be in the present moment and to be able to, you know, thank all those prejudices that kept us safe for, those, for the last 30, 40 years, but say, you know, thank you, um, uh, you know, you're not needed today, you know, I, I'm going to show up as my higher self. I, yes, I, you know, and I like the the thank you because gratitude, if we can see what we got from it in a positive way and be grateful. Um, you right. know, so for a long time, I did carry resentment. Then I realized that I wouldn't be me if I hadn't had that and which piece right. could I take exactly. out. And, and so we can turn resentment into gratitude. And what a beautiful place to be present with gratitude because then everything is beautiful. And that's why the last chapter is entitled How to Own Your Life. So, um, you know, there's a, I was sat with uh, Rick Hansen who wrote The Buddha's Brain, and he had this beautiful phrase. He said, you can't pull all of the weeds in the garden, but you can plant flowers. So instead of trying to, you know, say, oh, I'm a terrible person because, you know, I I resent the fact that my parents got divorced or that this person broke my heart or that whatever happened happened 20 years ago, the mind is finite. And so what you have to learn how to do is replace those resentments with gratitude. You know, like there's, you know, your mind directs itself towards, uh, you know, Bill Gates and Angelina Jolie, and, and it, it directs itself up. But by the same token, you, you know, you're, probably gonna, you're gonna pass uh, 20 homeless people today who are not enjoying the same privileges and safety that, that you are. You know, 3.5 billion people live on less than $1.90 a day. So we're amongst the most privileged people to ever walk the face of the earth, period. We have the, the, the greatest um, access to healthcare, we have, we have the, the most um, 
safety, you know, from, from wars and from, you know, lions and tigers and predators and things like that. And yet, you know, we're not the happiest. As I say in the book, you know, we're the 13th happiest in the, in the world. And really, we need to examine all the crazy pressures and competition and the way we interact with each other so that we can have more compassionate, empathetic relationships. Wow. Uh, that's really beautiful. And uh, let's pick up on the having more compassionate and empathetic relationships. So mm-hmm. how how do we do that? Because, um, I, you know, we've been talking about spiritual things. I'm a Scorpio, and so judgment was my first, middle, and last name for a very <laughs> long time. And I finally gave that up. Pretty much it probably creeps in periodically. But, but that shift, uh, I know how challenging that is. What suggestions do you have to help people um, move in that direction? Well, again, from the book, we have to examine all of the underlying tenets that, that buttress our society. And one of them is capitalism, which is or was based on Herbert Spencer's notion of survival of the fittest, that life is a zero-sum game. And if uh, Dr. Paula has a car, then I can't have a car. And, you know, we are living in this incredibly abundant time. And so that whole paradigm of capitalism, of zero-sum game, meaning if you have something, I don't have something, is, is wrong. And we, should, we really have to learn how to understand that our own greatness and our own happiness depends on the greatness and happiness of all the people around us. So that's why we need to be compassionate because we don't know what other people have, have gone through and, you know, they don't know what we've gone through. And instead of, you know, interacting with them on this, you know, financial plane and trying to just do business with people, we really need to, you know, interact with them in loving ways. In the book, I say, you know, one hug equals one million Facebook likes. So, you know, we really, we, we have to, we have to learn how to, to, we have to relearn how to interact and like break bread with people and just hold space for them and throw a Frisbee and grab a coffee. And, you know, in our society, everyone's crazy busy because they're so stressed out about making their mortgages and paying off their credit cards and their student loans and things like that. And we have to look at this system and, and say, wow. That's, that's pretty intense. And are, are all these people happy? And the answer is no. And then instead of saying, well, there's some rogue gene, uh, gene obviously affecting these Americans who went to these schools and who are part of this conveyor belt of capitalism, and we, we can, you know, instead take a look and, like, learn how to live balanced lives, um, have practices like yoga and meditation, and, you know, not, um, not indulge in any... Uh, afflictions or, or addiction. Well, and I love what you wrote here. I want people to facilitate each other's greatness and gain mm-hmm. joy from other people's thriving and happiness. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, I, I teach this course called Cultivating Meaning and Happiness Through Mindfulness and Yoga. And I, I kind of joke at the end and I say, life is so simple. It's incredible how many people mess it up so badly. If you want to be happy, the only thing that correlates strongly with happiness scientifically is the quality of your intimate relationships. Do you securely attack to people? Do you know that people have your back and that, and that they know that you ha- that have their back? So that's the key for happiness, you know, intimate relationships. And if you want to lead a meaningful life, the only thing that correlates strongly with leading a meaningful life is being of service to others, helping other people. And, and you know, you have to watch your mind say, you know, um, why is there no reciprocity? Why aren't people helping me? Because, you know, your mind wants things to be fair when life is not fair. So, so really, if you just want to be happy, you have to, you have to love more. You know, I, mean, I, I, you know, I make a joke all the time. People on their deathbed, you know, nobody on their deathbed ever said, I should have spent more time at the office. At work, right. <laughs> right. Everybody, everybody says, I should have loved more. So we know that. So, you know, instead of waiting until your deathbed, like, do it today. Love more. 
And, you know, it's, but it's like Nike had that expression for such a long time, just do it. Sometimes, even if we want to, we can't make ourselves just do it. Well, you know, this is your own self-overcoming. Your mind creates these prejudices, fears, expectations, resentments from your childhood because childhood is traumatic for everybody. And you have to learn that um, you can overcome them. There, there, there are ways of doing it, and there are ways of, of healing those, those childhood wounds. And for me, um, you know, this is my healing journey. Teaching is part of my healing journey. Writing, raising consciousness, uh, you know, partaking in, in, in the conversation in an uplifting manner. That's my healing journey. So, um, I don't know, that's my, that's my only advice regarding that. Well, and I think that what you said is really important, that we each need to not give up, but to find, if we're not able to do it by ourselves, to find either the books like your book or the courses like your course Mm -hmm. or there are different things out there. There are so many possibilities for how we exactly. can change and heal. But What's going to work for each of us? I make a joke sometimes, and I say, I don't think you can teach anyone past the age of 10 years old anything. But you can inspire them. You can inspire them to want to learn. You know, there's that adage from the 12-step program, they saw what we had, and they wanted it. So, you know, your mind is a cage, you know, language is a cage and you have to burst out of it. And, you know, we're very fortunate to have the internet these days and we can learn new languages. We can travel to exotic places. We can, you know, look at artwork where we don't have to actually go to Spain or France or Italy. You can see it on the internet. You know, we're living in this incredibly privileged time where if you have the will to, to, to learn, if you have that sense of wonder that hasn't been stomped out of you by this, you know, crazy busyness. If you really want to, you know, uh, read a novel or, or take a hike or, you know, see some beauty in the world, you have that available to you at all times. Well, and and one thing that I find helps people to real to to begin to change too is just to realize that they must to be productive. We have to take breaks. If we're overworking, right. then our mind isn't as agile. It needs the creativity, the walks mm-hmm. in nature, the painting, whatever it is, relationships to to um, help us come to a place of quiet in our mind or distraction from work so that we can regather our energy. Yeah, it's all about balance. And, you know, uh, if you, you, it's sleeping correctly, eating correctly, and, and spending time with others. There's a, there's a, 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 a quote from Ruth Whitman's book on uh, America the Anxious, and she says that uh, Americans on average spend four minutes a day socializing. And, you know, as as I also say in the book, mirror neurons do not fire by a text message. You know, we think that we're interacting with people through the Internet, but we're really deluding ourselves because we need this face-to-face, you know, empathetic relationships. We need these face-to-face empathetic relationships to to make us understand that, you know, it's not all just this crazy rat race. So, and and part of it, I think also you talk about being a professional child and blaming everything and everyone, but an adult takes responsibility. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's the difference. And the other thing that makes, that for me is um, a distinction is that an adult understands that language creates reality and thus is impeccable with their languaging. Meaning that, um, you know, when you say you're going to be someplace, you, you show up, you're not flaky, you don't, it's not, you know, it's really um, having personal integrity, making decisions about, uh, you know, the type of world you want to live in, and then, you know, being the change you want to see in the world. 
That's a beautiful place for us to close out this section of the show. Perfectly said. Thank you so much, Ira, for being on the show and for the beautiful work that you're doing. And I encourage everyone to purchase his book, How to Survive Your Childhood, and to go to www.iraisrael.com to learn more. Ira, thank you and blessings. Thank you, Dr. Paula. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And I'd like to thank all of my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook. Then read my latest blog and go to my store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming a Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Finding the Silver Linings. And if you mention this show or the I'm Awakening, if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to like me and see for yourself. And now I want you to meet the Marys. Mother Mary is a part of this group, and the other members have taken on her persona. Many were nuns or members of other sacred orders when they were on earth. My own mother is in it and was a member of Eastern Star. The Marys can help you release any negative energies in your family relationships and replace them with forgiveness and love. I have perform rituals with them and ask for their help in healing clients all with wonderful results remember to give the Mary's permission in a positive way only to help you with family relationships and your own healing be specific in your requests pay attention to signs synchronicity and new information coming your way and look for change this is a process not an event trust that they are helping you heal your family relationships and your health self because they are. This is in addition to whoever else you pray to, not a replacement. They want to help and be of service. Please join us next Thursday right here when Dr. Daniel Four will talk tell us about our ancestors and how we can, they can help us heal difficult family relationships. On January 4th, Psychic Dwan Washington will return to do his predictions for 2018. And on January 11, numerologist Alice Rosen will tell us what the numbers reveal about 2018. These two shows are listener favorites every year, so be sure to tune in. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.